Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. You know, we um, in the Department of Homeland Security, I issued a memo very early on that we would not use the term illegal alien. Uh, when speaking of these individuals, we would we use the term non-citizen. Uh, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mallorca, uh, saying over the weekend that he decided very early on that they would not use the term illegal alien because he hates Sting. Never liked that Sting music. I'm an alien. I'm an illegal alien. I'm an international in New York. We have a lot of very stupid people in positions of responsibility in the United States of America today. Alejandro Mallorca is only one of them. I know there's an S on the end, but in Espanol is Mallorca. See? Bueno, bien. Gracias. De nada. That's great stuff. That is, uh, yeah, so he, why would you use illegal? You can't use illegal alien. That would be impolite or something. The... Yeah. Amazing. Yes, sir. Doot, doot, do. Now, Congressman James Comer, uh, committee chairman, House of Representatives, of the United States of America, released a statement today, Comer's statement on then VP Biden's involvement with families, foreign business schemes. And uh, the statement is not a terribly lengthy statement. It is datelined Washington. House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Chairman James Comer, Republican of Kentucky, uh, issued the following statement about then-Vice President Joe Biden attending dinners and speaking by phone with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates. And the congressman said, Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he knew nothing about his son's business dealings. Evidence continues to be revealed that Joe Biden was very much involved in his family's corrupt influence peddling schemes, and he likely benefited financially, just in the order of millions of dollars. And then he bought that big multi-million dollar house on the water in Delaware, but pay no attention to that. This includes deals with a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch and a a CCP, a Chinese Communist Party, linked energy company, uh, that's Z, I told you about a little while ago, that generated millions for the Bidens and undermined American interests, continues to undermine American interests as a matter of fact. It certainly appears that Joe Biden and his family put themselves first and America last, but corporate media and the Justice Department continue to cover up for the Bidens. The Oversight Committee will continue to follow the facts to provide the transparency and accountability that the American people demand and deserve. Only about half the American people demand. 
We look forward to speaking soon with Devin Archer about Joe Biden's involvement in his family's business affairs. Now, that is the statement from Congressman Comer this morning uh, because they've got the testimony coming up, and this is this is a, a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man, oh man. Uh, so we got that going. Let's get back to some uh, audio. Um, uh, you know, this is, is going to be a little hard uh, for the Democrats uh, to swallow, but uh, the President of the United States is corrupt. It certainly smells that way. It certainly looks that way. The evidence is not only mounting, it is abundant already that the President of the United States and his family are corrupt and that they have taken millions of dollars from overseas sources and lied to us. Joe Biden personally lied to us about it. And, you know, Hunter Biden, remember the gun thing? He was having sex with his brother's widow, his brother Bo's widow, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. He was also having sex with his brother Bo's widow's sister at the same time. I mean, the same minute, but the same month, you know, the same, the same week, because they're keeping it classy, keeping it classy. Oh, and there's another uh, good news for China story out today uh, as well, because the hits just keep coming for China, uh, because Joe Biden is in power. And it uh, turns out that the Biden administration is putting the kibosh on mining for rare earth elements in the United States of America because, um, you know, it's better news for China if China gets to use child labor labor in Africa to unearth the, the rare earth elements that we need for our batteries, for our Teslas and our cell phones and so on. Now, we have... Uh, many of these elements in the United States, including in Nevada. And the Biden administration is is killing uh, our ability to be self-reliant. And it means that we're more reliant on communist China. And they go and get the rare earth elements out of Africa using no uh, labor standards and no environmental standards. And then the Democrats are happy with uh, the way all of that goes. Because you know how they are. They're crazy. All right, let's get to uh, let's get back to some more audio here. Since we're in the radio business and everything, let's go to uh, let's go into RFK Jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who was on the television over the weekend and not on CNN or anything. He was on the on the Fox uh, News Channel as well, and he talked about a whole lot of things. And he and he lifted one of my lines that I've been keeping front and center, but we'll get to that in a minute. So uh, Jim Jordan was talking about the the corruption of the Biden family, Congressman and Chairman Jim Jordan, Congressman James Comer, Chairman James Comer, talking about the corruption of the Biden family. And, uh, and then, of course, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. irking his own party because he has some interest in what is true. The issues that are now coming up are worrying enough that we really need a real investigation of this notoriously corrupt company that paid out apparently $10 million to Hunter and his dad. If that's true, then it is really troubling. It needs to be investigated. If that's true, if the Biden family and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden took $10 million from Burisma and then Joe Biden ordered the country to fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma 
and they lie about everything. Oh, Brisno wasn't being invested by that guy. Oh, that guy deserved to be fired. Oh, Joe Biden wasn't doing the bidding of the Brisma CEO who didn't want to be investigated by the country's lead prosecutor. Then Joe Biden bragged about um, getting the prosecutor fired, and he did it on camera and in public. And uh, for some reason, we've got a news media that doesn't find any of that to be interesting. Isn't that extraordinary? Now, the Democrats, they're having none of this. They could care less about Biden family corruption, millions of dollars. Nancy Pelosi, uh, she and her husband have done very, very well in the stock market all the time that she's been in, in, in uh, I almost said in prison, <laughs> all the time that she's been in Congress. And, uh, <laughs> and she, uh, she uh, yesterday was on CNN, the cable news network. Was she on with Dana Bash? With Dana Bash? Uh, and, um, and Nancy Pelosi yesterday, the, uh, the IRS whistleblowers that came forward, did they get death threats too? Because everybody, you know, you're nobody if you don't get death threats, right? And, uh, Nancy Pelosi yesterday on CNN, uh, talking about the whistleblowers, she apparently has no use for whistleblowers telling the truth about the Democrat party and the Democrat president. Since you reference Mm -hmm. the hearing, Mm -hmm. what a ridiculous clown show. I have respect for whistleblowers, but the fact is that from the basis of that hearing, they didn't even have a fair shot at what they came to say in light of the clown show. I'm not confident about what the whistleblower said. She's not confident anything a whistleblower has said. She's, she, and she called, twice called it a clown show. Now, the impeachments, the, the, those were clown shows. A phone call to the Ukrainian president to talk about Biden family corruption, just coincidentally. And President Trump was impeached for that by the House of Representatives. And now, of course, we know that he was uh, over the target. He was uh, on to what was going on there. His instincts or his intelligence was very good at the time. And he made a phone call. And for that, he was impeached by the Democrats controlling the House because they're filthy, rotten crooks, I think, is what their parents called them. And um, just amazing. And she called it a, a clown show, which she stole from Hakeem Jeffries, who is the Democrat leader in the House of Representatives now. Hakeem Jeffries, who was mentored growing up by his anti-Semite, famously, notoriously anti-Semitic uncle, also college professor, Leonard Jeffries, and Hakeem Jeffries. And this is fine if you're a Democrat. It's no problem. Hakeem Jeffries, at the end of last week, I believe we played this at the end of last week, and then Nancy Pelosi stole his his language. The Republican hearings that have unfolded over the last few days and throughout this entire Congress are a malignant clown show that are not designed to address issues that impact the health, the safety, and the economic well-being of the American people, but instead peddle outlandish and out-of-control conspiracy theories. Yeah, here are the documents, here are the bank records, here is the credit card receipt signed by Austin Powers for one Swedish penis pump. This is, uh, you know, I mean, honestly, the the mounting evidence, I'm sorry to use the word mounting in that context, but uh, just completely ridiculous. By the way, Kevin McCarthy is uh, now talking about expunging as Speaker of the House expunging the Trump impeachments because they were so absurd, 
Uh, and let's get on with impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, and with uh, the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland. Let's get on with impeaching him. And uh, then keep the green felt tablecloths in place to impeach Joseph Robinette Biden for bribery, which is specifically cited Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution when it comes to impeachable offenses, high crimes, misdemeanors, bribery. Uh, Joe Biden, he should actually be named in there uh, personally. Yeah, but uh, 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 McCarthy, Speaker of the House, talking about expunging the impeachments of President Trump because they were so laughable, so laughable, and just political hit jobs. Now, a um, law professor extraordinaire from the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., um, respected everywhere he goes, Jonathan Turley, on the K, uh, on the uh, Fox News Channel over the weekend also, uh, talking about where we are in this process. The question is why? Uh, why would he tell these whistleblowers he didn't have this authority? Why, when prosecutors signed off on multiple felonies, did it just somehow mysteriously die? Uh, all of those are very serious questions, and why this scandal is becoming uh, one of the most significant of my lifetime. I mean, it, if half of this is true, we're dealing with a major scandal uh, in the United States. Uh, so I, I'm, I apologized. I should have set that up a little bit. Or David Weiss, the Delaware U.S. attorney. Oh, I didn't have jurisdiction in uh, D.C. or in California. Uh, and then he told somebody else something else, and he had three different memos saying three different things. And, you know, this is the guy they tell us is a Trump appointee. He was a Trump appointee after he was an Obama appointee as acting U.S. attorney for Delaware. And uh, then uh, as an Obama appointee as the interim U.S. attorney for Delaware, uh, and Jonathan Turley saying if even half of this is true, if what we believe to be true, the evidence laid out, if it's half true, uh, biggest scandal, forget about it, uh, definitely biggest scandal in U.S. history, if, if half, it, 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 political scandal involving a president of the United States, if even half of it is true. And he's right. And who's been telling you that all along? Huh? Mm? Huh? Huh? Hmm? Huh? Bigger than Watergate. And I've got more, and I've got, uh, and Robert F. Kennedy kind of quoting me, but I'm going to have to clarify that because it's me quoting someone else. I'll get to that. Hey, breaking news, President Biden's plan to introduce a new digital dollar is already in progress, and it's vital to understand the potential consequences, you know, contrary to their claims, as is so often the case, this is not going to be in your best interest or mine. And time is of the essence, so taking action now is absolutely necessary to protect yourself and your financial future. You can help protect your savings and your retirement from the risks of the digital dollar by diversifying now with gold and silver IRAs. Call the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20, 888-446-5360. Get guidance on safeguarding your retirement savings today. Say no to Biden's digital dollar. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5360. Call them today. 
Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the uh, uh, transgender murder, uh, double murder, suicide in Florida because, you know, Democrats are everywhere. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers. I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. I never have enough time. Three hours a day is not enough. In Chicago, a 13-year-old boy shot while riding his bike near Jackson Park. And as of yesterday, six dead, 26 injured in Chicago, according to NBC News. And uh, that's, you know, that's not even it. That they're not going to report it. It's just online, NBC News. Not really a big deal uh, because they expect this in Chicago because Democrats, they've got a new mayor there who ran on defunding the police, defunding the police. And the results are in, you know what I'm talking about. Just uh, crazy. Mm-mm-mm. I want to get to the Air Force Academy story, too, because that's completely crazy. Uh, and, of course, now that belief in the existence of hell and Satan are down to new lows, new lows, according to a poll, uh, the Democrats going to have to get busy with their after-school Satan clubs, which they love. They love that after-school Satan club stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And the illegal alien convicted of beheading his girlfriend, found not guilty due to mental illness. Well, sure, you look at the picture of him and you'd say, well, he's mentally ill. Well, you could tell from satellite photos that this guy is mentally ill. Illegal alien from Cuba released into the United States in 2012 from Immigration and Customs Enforcement during the Obama administration and convicted of murder earlier this year after the public beheading of his girlfriend, has now been found not guilty. They changed their minds due to his mental illness. But, uh, you know, the Democrats uh, waved him in, then they said, you can stay. And uh, he's mentally ill, sure. You know, they're all mentally ill. So they said, you can stay. Then uh, cut off the head of 55-year-old America. She's an immigrant also, used to be an illegal alien. America, Mafilda Thayer, uh, his girlfriend, killed her real good, cut off her head, convicted and... You know, now, just another Democrat success story. 
named one of the best personal finance podcasts. The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Now, Newsweek magazine, I think, used to be a news organization. Now it's a pack of left-wing mental cases that need help from professionals. It's beyond my ability to help them, but I can try. Newsweek magazine, Florida man kills pregnant trans partner in murder-suicide is the headline, colon, sheriff. They love their codes. A Florida man allegedly shot his transgender partner who was eight months pregnant. That makes her a woman, you see, before turning the gun on himself, according to the local sheriff's office. Riley John Groover, Grooviosity, the Groovy, he's G-R-O-O-V-E-R, 26 years old, the Groovy Groover, R.J. Groover of Winter Haven, Florida, allegedly shot and killed himself after shooting his pregnant fiance multiple times in front of witnesses outside of their home last week, according to a statement from the Polk County Sheriff's Office obtained by Newsweek on Sunday. The victim's unborn baby was unable to be saved despite efforts by first responders and medical staff at a nearby hospital, the sheriff's office said. While the sheriff's office did not release the victim's identity, Groover's mother identified the victim as Camden Ryder. Camden Ryder, 21-year-old transgender man who was eight months pregnant. Wait a minute. The 21-year-old transgender man was eight months pregnant? Once again, bringing Monty Python to life all these years later, from life of Brian to Democrats in the United States in 2023. Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? Well, maybe they kept it in a box. This is, uh, and this is the, and the Newsweek magazine is referring to an eight-month pregnant woman as he and him because, you know, they're going to take his word for it, even though he was shot to death by her, uh, her, her boyfriend, right? And this is what the Democrat Party has done. It's, it. Hold it right there. Pronoun trouble. It's a biological warfare that the Democrat Party is waging against civilization. The left is waging biological warfare. Biological man is a man. A biological woman is a woman. We're done talking now. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank the patriarchy. So the victim's unborn baby, they tried to save it at the hospital. Uh, no dice. While the sheriff's office didn't reveal the identity, Camden Ryder, 21-year-old transgender man who was eight months pregnant, and they say this with a straight face. This is award-winning journalism here. 
At roughly 7 p.m. on July 21st, outside of the home in the Inwood area of Winter Haven, Grover allegedly gunned down Ryder in front of multiple witnesses, according to the sheriff's office. The incident is being considered a murder-suicide. A murder-suicide, the sheriff's office confirmed to Newsweek magazine, saying at this stage the investigation at this stage of the investigation it's clear that this is a domestic related double murder suicide see it's double murder because the baby might have survived outside the womb so uh, he killed her and the baby boy uh, because wait there's more Groover and Ryder were engaged and expecting a boy that's pretty presumptuous at this early stage of the game isn't it imposing roles on it, don't you? Just because the ultra sh- sound shows a little pee-pee, you know, it doesn't mean you can start calling people boys in the womb of a woman who you're calling a man because the Democrat Party. So Groover and Ryder were engaged and they were expecting a boy, uh, according to the victim's Facebook profile, which included photos and a video shared last month of the couple during the baby's gender reveal. You can't have a gender reveal. <laughs> Ryder, this is the mother with the womb, expressed excitement about becoming a parent. A parent. They use the word parent here in Newsweek. And marrying Groover in posts on his Facebook account. Now, when they say his, they're referring to the woman who is pregnant, eight months pregnant, with the womb, with the little baby boy inside, who they presumptuously labeled a boy just because of the ultrasound which showed that uh, he identified as a man. So they're talking about her, which is the she with the womb who's eight months pregnant. And then the Newsweek magazine just goes along for fun and says that uh, her Facebook page uh, showed that he, meaning she, identified as a man, which means mental illness. Ryder said in the Post in June that they plan to name the baby Oliver John Lee. This will not come to pass. And then wrote, it's crazy, that's true, to imagine that I'm now going to be a father. This is the woman with the womb with the uh, little baby boy at eight months of pregnancy saying that she is going to be a father, especially to a little boy, writer posted on June 19th. But man, kind of inappropriate here, I'm so excited and couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier to be doing this with you, Riley Groover. Riley Groover, thank you for loving me and not shooting me to death. Oh, sorry, that's off. And then thank you for this baby boy, Oliver John Lee, will be loved by many. I can't wait for this journey with you, my love. I can't wait to meet our Ollie Bear, our Ollie Bear. That's the uh, thing there. Uh, Polk County Sheriff uh, Grady Judge said in a statement in Newsweek, referred to the case as a violent, horrific double murder plus suicide, claimed the lives of a 21-year-old and an unborn baby. The 21-year-old was a woman with a womb and not a man who wasn't going to be a father but was going to be a mother but call herself a father because of the Democrat Party. See what I'm saying? When the suspect became enraged, family members and neighbors did everything they could to help uh, and um, uh, keep, um, uh, you know, guy away from girl. And uh, please help this family in your prayers. So this, and it turns out that they were living at his, 
the actual male living at his mother's house because Democrats. All right. Now, you may not think that's a hilarious story, but you got to admit there are some funny elements. There are definitely some funny elements. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister, sorry. What's the point? What? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. Symbolic of his struggle against reality. But now it's reality, you see, because the Democrat Party. There are many, many instances where Monty Python uh, ridiculed things decades ago that the Democrat Party has uh, brought into the realm of uh, reality, if you can call it that. Uh, at the Air Force Academy, we have a soundbite of the three-star Air Force general, a, uh, a lieutenant general who is the commander of the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where we're um, grooming, can I use the word grooming here? The next generation of Air Force leadership. And Air Force Academy head says he supports fellowship for demigender cadets, but but does not know what it means. The headline at uh, Breitbart, and it's a, this is another funny story because the Democrat Party is trying to turn our military into some kind of a, a nuthouse too. And Christina Wong writes the story at Breitbart, Air Force Academy Superintendent Lieutenant General Richard Clark could not define the term demigender when asked this week in Congress, testifying under oath before a committee to defend the academy supporting a fellowship opportunity for demigender people. Under questioning from Congressman Matt Gates, Florida Republican, um, confirmed that the, uh, uh, the population that makes up the fighting force are mostly men, mostly cisgender men, which just means men. Cisgender is not a real word. They just made it up. Gates asked him if he was familiar with the Brooke Owens Fellowship promoted by the U.S. Air Force Academy. General Clark confirmed that he was familiar with the fellowship. And then it was explained, Congressman Matt Gates and the general at the hearing uh, last week. Let's look at the population that actually makes up the, the, the fighting force frequently. Now, we have more w- men than women, right? 70-30-ish. That's right. correct. And, and of the men we have, most of them are not transgender men. Most of them are cisgender men, right? Uh, yes, sir. But yet, at our academies, we put, push something called the Brooke Owens Fellowship. Are you familiar with that? I am, yes, sir. Oh, sure. And in that fellowship, it specifically says, if you are a cisgender man, this program isn't for you. Not for you. So you just said that your answer on why we, why we do such this, this full hug of these diversity concepts is because it's all about the fighting force that we draw from, but you, you're literally pushing a program in the academies that says, if you're a cisgender woman, a transgender woman, a non-binary, agender, bigender, two-spirit, demigender, what's demigender? Listen to this. Sir, that's, a, uh, that's a, a, a term of the people that are eligible for that particular scholarship that sure. is What's available a person? to, it's a person who looks at their gender in a, in a, different, uh, a different way than I do, sir. Well, sure, that's all so, of these people. You're a cisgender man, you don't even get to apply. Well. Do you know what gen- demigender really means? I, I'm not really sure, sir. Right, so do you know what agender means? All one word, not a space gender, but a gender. Uh, sir, I don't. Right, so here we are 
pushing a fellowship, calling for people that you don't even know what the words mean, and the number one group of people, the cisgender men, are excluded. Need not apply. Now, in the name of diversity, equity, and inclusion, should we be pushing programs that we can't define that exclude the largest group of service members? Sure. Well, sir, first, that uh, program is not an Air Force Academy program. It's a program open to our entire country. Right, so but we you, guys, allow, you guys advocate for it within the academy. We allow our cadets to apply for it. Why are you allowing your cadets to apply for a program when you cannot define the basic terms of eligibility? Because it's an opportunity for us to develop them as warfighters, and we look for every opportunity that we can. But you don't even know what the words mean. How can to, you use this as a way to develop the warfighters if you don't know what it means? Here come our demigender warfighters. There are no cisgender warfighters over here. It's an umbrella term for non-binary gender identities that have partial connection to certain gender. I'm sorry, what? Why don't you guys uh, go get a brain scan and uh, get back to me? Uh, and I actually kind of felt sorry for the general. I don't think it was his idea, but this is what the Democrats have done. Now let's go to uh, let's go to the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. because this is uh, this is fun. Now I have many times from this very position cited Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism because Benito Mussolini, the Italian fascist, who was a lifelong socialist and jumped on head of the, one of the heads of the Socialist Party in Italy, then jumped on the fascist bandwagon because he saw they were socialists that were going somewhere. And Benito Mussolini, il duce, he, uh, no, duce, uh, he uh, defined fascism thusly. He said it is a merger of state and corporate power. If you listen to this show frequently, you've heard me uh, use Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism as a merger of state and corporate power. Now, uh, over the weekend, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. talking to Maria Bartiromo on uh, the Fox Business Channel. The fulcrum of the corruption of this corrupt uh, merger of state and corporate power is happening within the agencies. And each of those agencies have, have different issues of uh, the agency cap that have, that have promoted and prompted the capture of those agencies by the industries they're supposed to regulate. Ah, see, this is what I've been talking about, and, and he used the exact same phrasing, the merger of state and corporate power, the precise sequence of words that I use frequently because I am quoting Benito Mussolini's talking about the Democrat Party and their merger uh, with uh, state entities, the Department of Justice, the FBI, the intelligence communities, and their commingling uh, precious bodily fluids with the uh, people at Twitter and Facebook and the the media oligarchs, uh, and he used the very same language, the merger of state and corporate power. I have no doubt that he knows uh, the origin of that turn of phrase and uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. With the intelligence agencies, in many of them, although not all of them, are now serving the purpose of enriching the military-industrial complex and expanding its power for some military contractors. My uncle recognized this that the function of the CIA had devolved into providing the military-industrial complex with a constant uh, pipeline of new wars in order to enrich, enrich military contractors and expand the power of the intelligence apparatus. I, uh, his uncle, of course, being John F. Kennedy, the president of the United States, who was assassinated allegedly by uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, a uh, known communist. 
but RFK Jr. has also, at a bare minimum, suggested suggested that the CIA was behind the assassination of his uncle, John F. Kennedy. And, um, and this is a, a fascinating time to be alive, uh, isn't it, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? I've been really, you know, slammed in a way that I think is unprecedented, even more than, than President Trump was slammed by the mainstream, by the corporate media. By the corporate media, by the so-called mainstream media, Kennedy. Listen, if I believe the stuff that's written about me in the papers and reported about me on the mainstream news sites, I would not have anything. I would definitely not vote for me, and I would not, you know, I, I would think I was a very despicable person. He would definitely not vote for him if he believed what the media was saying about him. So the first member of the Kennedy family, they were much nicer to Ted Kennedy, and he killed that nice girl, Mary Jo Kopechny, um, you know, at that bridge. Martha's Vineyard, Chappaquiddick, been there. Have not done that, but been there. <laughs> uh, Ted Nugent, Jason Aldean, and the Jason Aldean concert where he played his song and the listeners responded the 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 listeners yeah they were there in person they uh the audience responded well i think they should vote their heart and if they believe tara reed they probably shouldn't vote for me i wouldn't vote for me if i believe tara reed Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Jason Aldean is bigger than ever because the left attacked him. And they always produce the opposite of the allegedly intended results. Jason Aldean defies cancel mob, performs Try That in a Small Town as crowd chants USA. I want to see America restored to what it once was. That's kind of like Make America Great Again, isn't it? Jason Aldean in Cincinnati, Ohio over the weekend. Well, I got to tell you guys, man, it's been a long ass week. Sounds like Robert F. Kennedy. Listen to this. It's been a long week, and I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff suggesting I'm this, suggesting I'm that. Like RFK. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's one thing I feel. I feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion. What? You can think think something all you want to. It doesn't mean it's true, right? So... Wait, in America, you can think whatever you want. You're going to have free speech. Jason Aldean, the crowd responding. I love my country. I love my family. And I will do anything to protect that. I can tell you that right now. (laughs) Save America. Save the country. Save sanity. Uh, Ted Nugent jumped in on the subject. The idiots hate this this Jason Aldean song because they hate when we push back against violence. This song is against violence. This song is about self-defense. This song is about protecting your loved ones in your neighborhood. These are just weird people. We dismiss them out of hand because they've got no soul. I laugh 
in their face. Ah, yes. A very good week for Jason Aldean in the end. And uh, for, I think, in many respects, the United States of America, uh, the Democrats have, their pendulum has swung so far into crazy land this time that any sane, rational thinking person is going to reject their madness, their their demigender, their their um, pregnant man is shot by, uh, you know, Democrats. More tomorrow. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 